0: So you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording.
1: Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said, in which we take last week's You're Not the Boss of Me and take it to its logical conclusion, which is if we're cutting things out and making space for things, what are we making space for? And the answer is what I call true wealth, um, without trying to use any triggery words, but which is really just feeling as if you have enough, like you're okay and you have enough. That's what I consider true wealth. And that's what we're talking about. So if you made three times more money next year, would you be three times happier? I used to think so. So I grew up, uh, and by grew up, I mean got a job out of college. Uh, teaching special education for socio-emotionally disturbed students, which, if you don't know, uh, are students that have been removed from a typical school system and that have been placed in the least restrictive environment possible. In their case, the least restrictive environment involved almost as much therapy and as many therapeutic services as it did actual uh, teaching time on the basics like, you know, reading and writing and math and all the things. So I made about $30,000 a year and that was um, pre-tax doing that. And then over the course of uh, a few years, I, you know, slowly built my business and eventually hit the point where I was making uh, over a hundred grand pre-tax. And to my fucking shock, I was not three times happier and I was pissed about it. Um, So it turns out uh, the lesson that you learn the hard way there there are these three aspects of true wealth that determine how much you're capable of enjoying what is in your bank account at any given time. If you let one of these three aspects go, um, you're gonna feel off or terrible and you won't be able to put your finger on why. But I'm gonna tell you why, ready? There are three aspects of true wealth, and I'm not talking about Susie Orman or your 401k or any of that shit. I'm talking about that there are these three aspects. There's time, there's energy, and money. The people that you value uh, the most in your business and as your mentors or as people that you want to be like, hopefully have enough time, enough energy, and enough money. Now, society puts all the focus on money, obviously, but I don't naturally trust millionaires any more than I naturally trust homeless people or people that have a regular job or people in corporate America or people that are just like me and, you know, make six figures and are okay with that, but don't particularly feel motivated to make seven. Um, We're all equal, and I don't feel like having a lot of money makes you better or more wealthy because... Um, Often it comes at the expense of time and energy. So a truly wealthy person feels as if they have enough time, enough energy, and enough money to live the life they choose. So a common person that everybody fucking loves, that I'm like, "Mm, really, Uh, is a Tony Robbins, because he has so much money like way more money than usual. He has so much energy. He has like 14, 15, 16 hour seminars, six days a week. But time, uh, one of his quotes in one of the books that I picked up skimmed through and was like, can't even, uh, one of his quotes about time was that like a person that doesn't have 10 minutes for themselves is, is a truly poor person. And so he spends 10 minutes a day on himself. I was like, are you fucking serious, 10 minutes? That's what you consider enough time? And it's cool, like I think by his definition he does have enough time, energy, and money. By my definition, 10 minutes is like, we're just fucking getting started. Like I've, I haven't i have even made the coffee in 10 minutes and I'm already, that's my allotment of time for the day, that's mine to use. So your time, your money, and your energy, those are all gonna be variables that you have to choose So, what is enough? That's the question that can calm your money woes, that instead of being like, more, 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 what is enough? What is enough money to be like, I can do the things I want to do, I can contribute to the things I want to contribute to, I can basically take care of what I want to take care of without having the answer just be more and more and more and more and more. We are so often strategic about how we spend time on our business or how we eat to lose weight or how we eat to maintain our weight or how we can get the most out of our calendars with time and productivity, but we're often not strategic about hitting that enough point and actually enjoying the things that we've created. So when you hit the whatever goal it is, that you don't just change the goal and make it more or preemptively change the goal so that you don't even hit it to make more. That you actively sink into it and take time, energy, and money to appreciate what you fucking have when you hit the enough mark. If you are acting like you don't know whether you're time or money or energy starved, but you know you do, here's how to tell. If you're energy starved, or you just generally don't have enough energy, you're going to say some things. Then you're going to couch them in humor, and they aren't going to be funny to me. So you'll say, like, I'll I'm dead. Uh, I'll work out when I have more time. Um, I feel exhausted when my, when my people want to play, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, your lover, your dog, doesn't matter. You feel exhausted when people want to play. Like, play is a waste of time. I'll eat better when I have more time. Uh, McDonald's isn't bad if you only have it once or twice a week, right? Um, I run on coffee and protein bars. It's better than not eating anything. Or the very worst one, vacation, you're funny. That's a good sign that you have no energy and you just don't give any shits. If you're time starved, you're gonna to start to justify your actions in ways that are really defensive but funny. Like, I sleep for at least four hours a night, or I'd love to, but my calendar is crazy busy. I'm just so busy. I can't, like, I will do that when I have more time because this month is extra busy. I'm just so busy. Um, I'm gonna eat better or work out or sleep when I have more time because I'm so busy. Someday, I'm going to go on vacation without worrying about taking time off. Or you're the person who is on vacation checking your email every day on your phone and then pretending like you're actually on vacation, but you're not. Or you say yes to everything that comes your way because who knows which project is going to be your big break. I don't say these things to mock you. I say these things because I've heard them so many times. And they're just bullshit that keep you from feeling like you have enough. Because what if you don't take that thing that that you don't particularly want to do as it comes down the line, you're like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be paid in exposure dollars or internet fake money. You say no and you have more time and you use that time to actually take care of yourself and then you get better at the work that actually matters to you. These are all connected. You can't just cut out time or cut out energy or cut out money from your life without dire consequences. The game of it, is trading one for the other constantly, every single day. That's what you're doing. And I'm just calling attention to the ways in which you do it. If your money starves, this one's the most obvious to you because you can just look at your bank account and be like, oh, fuck, that's not going so well. Um, But there are patterns that happen here. Like when I make another blank, I'm going to buy this and this and this and this and this. Like you've already spent all the money you could possibly make this year. Or, I would feel so much better about what I'm doing if there were more money in the bank. Maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't. If you have enough to pay the bills and a little extra, you're not going to feel any better about your job when you have enough to pay the bills and a lot extra. Or, I would feel like my job had purpose if it paid more. Your job intrinsically has purpose, and the pay is the bonus. Or you repeat the cycle of, I'm totally broke, again! It's just classic money starved. I have enough money, I just want more. That will never end. You can just go on to be a millionaire, right? Like you can surpass Bill Gates and Oprah combined in the earnings and you can still want more because it has no upper limit and it will just consume your entire existence. Or you blame the universe. Like it's like the universe doesn't want me to succeed because you're always out of money. Instead of owning that you're it's, yeah, it's it's not so much the universe there. My guess is that you're cock blocking the universe. So the classic cock block is you see someone across the room. They are fantastic and beautiful and wonderful. You are a single lady or a single man. And you see yourself a single lady or a single man. And you make the eye contact. And you have this fabulous conversation. And you're like, oh, this is going somewhere. This is wonderful. And then a friend steps in is incredibly charming and witty and takes that person home. Boom, that's cock blocking. There is no vaginal blocking equivalent, so I'm just using the word cock blocking. Um, The truth is that you can do that with time and energy really easily and without even knowing it. And that way, when you you cock block time and energy, you're also cock blocking money. And so you're just actively preventing these things from coming to you. So if you treat time and energy as optional add-ons, and not as these vital things that keep you going through the day, you're cock blocking the universe. If you have really shitty self-care, so if you take care of yourself at, say, a 1% out of a possible 100%, and you're like, why can't I get more money? It's because if you take care of yourself at 1% with this level of business, why would the unfairness of the universe stack you up with more work? Because then you're going to take even worse care of yourself and become like a 0.2% taking care of yourself which is terrible Um, or if you act like social media time is really productive time and so you spend hours just digging around in the social media cock block in the universe if you let busyness take over your business so you're just always busy there's always something 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 but those those activities haven't been thought through in a way that makes a whole lot of sense Or in a way that's strategic and that has been weighed against, like, is this really worth my time? Or is this three hours and I'll get one new client when I need it to be three hours and I get four? That's all up to you. And it's, again, it's a question you need to ask, but it's a place where you cock block the universe. Or you say, help, I don't need no help. And that's it. That's done. No one can help you do anything. If you jam your free time with more business, like you never stop fucking working ever, you're a fucking workaholic, you're cockblocking cock the universe. Or if you worry instead of doing, so instead of going to your computer, sitting down and writing whatever needs to be written and sending whatever needs to be sent to your people, instead you worry about that just continuously and endlessly for minutes and minutes and hours and hours and hours at a time. That is cock blocking the universe. When it comes to cockblocking blocking the universe for money, it can look like you're waiting until you have $0 before you start promoting your next product, service, or event. So you wait until it's dire and you're desperate and broke before you even think about the next thing that's happening in your business. You compete on price instead of what really sets you apart. So you just act like, yeah, that guy and this guy, yeah, we're exactly the same. So I'm just going to try and drive the price to the bottom and we're going to win. If you judge people who make more than you as snotty, as entitled, or as sellouts, like if you're actively judging people that make $5,000 more than you a year, then why would any part of a loving or caring universe conspire to give you that $5,000? If competitors are inspire your mar- inspiring your marketing instead of you inspiring your marketing. So instead of coming from a place of looking within you, going deep down and being like, what is the next move? How can I make this happen? You're just looking outwardly like, okay, well, she's doing this. He's doing that. She's doing that. So I'm going to do this, which is just going to look similar. And then you're going to be like, oh, that didn't work. Yeah, that's because it looks just like all the others. If you're afraid of making more money because you'll somehow change, you're not even sure of what that means, but you're pretty sure that if you were a millionaire you'd be very different than you are today, then you're actively not going to become a millionaire. And I'm using big numbers here, but it can be any amount of money that if you stop collecting welfare, you're going to be a different person. Or if you make $3,000 a month, you're going to be a different person. Or if you make $10,000 a month, you're going to be a different person. And the truth is, you'll be more you. At some point, you'll be less stressed about money because you're not worrying about whether the electricity is going to be turned off, but you'll also just be more you. So if you gave me, like, if I had won the Powerball, I would be like, number one, half of it gets donated to charity after tax has been taken out. And then number two, I just play the game of, like, who can I give a million dollars a piece to? because it was over a billion. I was like, I can't spend all that. And then I was like, okay, and then I'm gonna give the rest of it to Dolly because she's gonna be responsible and she's gonna give me an allowance. And I'm just gonna blow the allowance, but I can know that I'll be set for life. Right? It's just gonna make me more me. It's gonna make me do more weird stuff and give more money away. That's all that would happen. If you don't do any personal work, only paid work. So if you identify as an artist or a maker or a creator and the only making or creating that you're doing is for money, it's not gonna work in your favor even though it seems like it should because there are parts of you that need to make stuff just to make stuff Um, when i sit down and make paintings i'm not trying to sell them i mean maybe one day that'll come i don't want to act like it won't but i'm consciously just making stuff and then they sit with me my paintings and eventually they're like hey i'm gonna go to this person and then i pack them up and send them there's no money exchanged whatsoever it is simply a matter of who do you want to go see okay cool done that's it and i take photos of them and that's that. Trying to get paid for every single thing that you do is cock blocking the universe when it comes to money. Because nobody should be paying me to fucking sweep their floors. I'm, I'm, I'm not all that astute at it, right? But I guess technically I could get paid for that by someone. Um, cock blocking the universe is allowing payment to come to you for things that are not your greatest gifts. And then ironically, blocking money for the things that are your greatest gifts. So, here's how to stop cockablocking the blocking the universe instantly. There's one question. Are you ready? Fucking write this down. Is the amount of time and energy this will take worth the amount of money I'll receive in return? The answer is generally no. Like, do I want to be in your telesummit and then be an affiliate later? No. Do I want to fly 7,000 miles and across five time zones to be at your event that I got to sponsor but you're not going to pay me to do? No. Do I want to go write a book for you and you have no audience, no following, and I'm not interested in the material? No. Do I want to coach you when you are very clear that you just want to go from a six to seven figure business and that's it and that's all and there's no interest in? You? No. So is the amount of time and energy this will take worth the amount of money I'll receive in return? The longer you do this, the longer that this concept is at the forefront of the way you view money, the easier it is to say, Uh, no. (laughs) I would rather sit in my pajamas and watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills than do anything that you have to do for any amount of money. You will find that you get much, much better at being honest with yourself. And then the things that are exciting are really fucking exciting, and you can be all the way excited about them instead of like, eh, or meh, or like, So, and if the answer is eh, any sort of noise like eh, meh. no, <laughs> ugh, any of that, the answer is no. The amount of money that, or the amount of time and energy this will take is not worth the amount of money you'll receive in return, even if it's a logical choice. No. So, my secret to feeling truly wealthy, meaning feeling like I have enough. Enough time, enough money, enough energy is first defining enough, which I've done in terms of money. And in terms of time, like I like to keep it loose. I get a lot done, but I don't like to have it scheduled in 15 minute increments or kind of get stressed out. And having enough energy is a matter of consciously watching uh, hydration, nutrition and sleep, which is really fucking boring and yet true. So humility, this is a quote, uh, humility is not being dismissive of your strengths, it's being honest about your weaknesses. So I can tell you honestly, I've gotten a lot better at the money-time-energy equation. I'm not so, I'm not perfect in any sense of the word. Here's where I struggle. It's with energy the most, it's not with time or money, it's with the energy. And that is with learning to be, Um, to do yoga Uh, Instead of kicking through the motions and ticking off my to-do list internally, to actually just do it. Um, To sit outside and drink coffee without my book or a planner or a laptop or anything. To take a walk with Hermione, my dog, without my phone. Um, To leave my phone at home. To meditate. To stretch. To sleep when I'm tired. To eat when I'm hungry. To drink water when I'm thirsty. These are really fucking basic things and they are where I struggle. Time, money, pretty good. Energy, if anything is falling down, I guarantee it's this one. So, how to stop cock the universe from this day forward. We're going to take a look at time first. Do you feel like you have enough time currently? What would having enough time look and feel like? By the way, this is the place to bust out the notebook, pause, and write shit down. So, do you feel like you have enough time currently? What would having enough time look and feel like? What applies here is my, the first answer is the right one principle, which is that when things come to mind, when I've asked a question, first, there's no one to witness the answer. So don't be ashamed. Uh, Just let it be that the first answer is the right answer. It always is, and you're like, shit, you don't want it to be, but it is. Okay, so just let the first answer be the right one. What should be eliminated immediately so that you can enjoy your time more? It's no coincidence that I told you the first answer is the right one right before I asked that question. (laughs) What should be eliminated immediately so you can enjoy time more? And what should be added, if anything, so you can enjoy time more? Now let's take a look at money. Do you feel like you have enough money currently? That's a yes or no question. It's okay. What would having enough money look and feel like? What should be eliminated immediately so you can enjoy what you do have in terms of money more? And what should be added so you can enjoy the money you have more? So what should be eliminated? What should be added? And finally, let's take a look at energy. Do you feel like you have enough energy currently? What would having enough of this aspect look and feel like? What should be eliminated immediately so you can enjoy the energy you have more? That's usually a person, by the way. It sort of sucks you dry. And what should be added so you can enjoy the energy you have more? And the answer to that is usually some sort of physical movement or activity in some fashion. And that's it. I didn't even use the words abundance at all. <laughs> So true wealth is feelings that, yes, I have enough, I have enough time, I have enough money, and I have enough energy. That's why sometimes when you see people with lots of time um, who have no money and energy, you're like, "Mm, that's not really it, it's not doing it for me. Like the yogis that are just on the beach all the time, but that are totally broke and sort of vaguely, "Mm, it's not as good. If you see someone with tons of money, but who clearly doesn't have any time to themselves at all, how that can feel like, it's not good. Or someone who has tons of energy but no um, no money is like oh that's probably somebody who's done some sort of uppers like that's that's a drug problem <laughs> so watch it and as you look at people in the sphere of uh, people who you listen to or people who you would like to have influence you um, ask. From where you stand, does it feel like they have enough time, enough money, and enough energy? And then do you have enough time, enough money, and enough energy? And then how do you begin to make shifts that bring those things to a place where you have some semblance of enough of each? That's the work to do here. If you're all, shit yeah, but really I just need more money. Cool, Uh, healthy hustle. Is $29 it comes with a magical workbook and a class recording and I walk you through How I overcome not having enough energy, especially when I'm depressed to in order to make enough money in my business steadily I break down the numbers from 2012 2014 2000 I can do the math 15 the last four years of numbers are broken down for you specifically like bada bing bada bing bada bing Um, That's not true. It's the last three years. I'm sorry 2013, 2014, 2015. Um, I tell you the numbers. I tell you what those numbers mean to me. I tell you where I'm going for this year, and I tell you the ways in which I maintain healthy hustle despite um, where energy is great or where energy is lacking due to ye old clinical depression that I fight on the regular good times. So uh, if you want to make a uh, The dollars, Healthy Hustles, 29 bucks at brandcampblog.com slash hustle. It'll move you through this. Um, And if you need more time, that's not the class for you. But uh, more money or energy playing with those two of the three. Dude, brandcampblog.com slash hustle, which is H-U-S-T-L-E. Go get it. And then talk to me. I'm at brandcamponline at gmail.com. And as always, I'm on the Instagrams, K-K-A-L-P. I would love to hear from you and hear your questions and, uh, your feedback, your responses are just generally, uh, compliments are also accepted there. <laughs> I'm just joking. Come on. Come on, man. All right. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening. One more time. The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine, while quietly, or not so quietly, scream-sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different.